You're listening to The Health Classes You Missed. My name is Monica and I'm a secondary school health teacher with a passion for all things health. Whether you're currently at school or you finished 20 years ago, this podcast will help you understand those topics that may have been skimmed over, considered inappropriate or flat out ignored. So sit up straight, faces forward, let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode, the final episode for 2022. What a bloody year. I've put out a lot of content for someone who works full time. And honestly, looking back on this year from now, I'm actually not entirely sure how I managed to do it for some parts of it. But here we are about 48 or so episodes later As you can probably tell from the last couple of quiet weeks, I'm definitely ready to zone out, to just chill out and enjoy my break over Christmas and obviously into the new year as well. But you bet we'll be back and better than ever here at THCYM. And I know I keep saying it, but I've got plans and I'm very, very excited. Thank you guys so much for this year. Honestly, it is so amazing to be able to do this. I love it. I love you guys please stick around. It means the absolute world to me that anyone listens to this, uh, let alone the amount that we had this year. So super fun. So excited to continue on. Now today I do want to sum it all up with a bit of a, a teacher vibe, something that we have all experienced before, I'm sure. And that is a quiz, a kind of a recap an example of some explicit teaching where I guess we can dive back into the topics that we've already learned before. Now, this is all going to be based on the episodes that I just did for 2022 or some of them. If you didn't listen to all the episodes, that is absolutely okay. You can still participate, see how you go. Now, if you actually want to keep score, uh, you might need to write down what you answer, but otherwise, We can just go through the questions, see how you go. There are 25 questions in total, and I am going to bring Stratos back in for these questions. So you can see not only if you know it, but if you're better than Stratos. All right, Stratos. All right. Should I go get the dogs? No, they they can stay out. That's your thing every time. Yeah. We don't need the dogs. What if they can help me out on a couple of answers? Mm, Thea's, Thea's smarter than Ned. She'd be all right. She actually probably would be okay. All right, how are you feeling? Good. Are you ready? I'm ready. You prepared? I'm Don't pre- look at the answers. He's looking over my shoulder already. Don't. I'm not looking. You are. I'm not looking. I'm turning the laptop. Okay. Are you ready? I'm taking photos with my eyes. I'm ready. <laughs> First question. Yes. This is from the episode I did with Katie from Get Papped about cervical screenings. Mm-hmm. What is HPV? HPV is human papillomavirus. <laughs> Close. Human papillomavirus. Papilloma. 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 Papillomavirus. All right, moving on. What is it? Though? It is. It's a virus. Yep. It'll get ya. It'll get ya. Hopefully not. <laughs> It'll get you. It's an um, STI. Yeah, it's an STI. Yeah. Um, what can it cause? It can cause cervical cancer. Yes, it can, and warts as well. All right, good job. 
Thank um, you. I'll give you that one. Thank you. You get one out of one. Number two. This is from the period conversation that we all need with uh, Demi from Bright Girl Health. Mm-hmm. What are... I'll start, I'll start off with the first bit. What are the four phases of the menstrual cycle? There is... There's a really easy one. Uh, ovulation. Oh, yes. That wasn't the one I was thinking, but ovulation. Good. There is... Menstruation. Yeah. There is the moody one. (laughs) Do you know the name of it? It starts with L. The... No. Okay. The moody one. Yep. Um, and... I can't remember. Actually, I'm going blank. So, you know... Menstruation, menstruation, the ovulatory ovulation. phase of ovulation, and the moody one is the luteal phase. Luteal. Do you remember what animal she linked to these three phases? Because I know you don't remember the four. Yeah, cat. A cat, yeah. And a that was for the luteal phase, yep. A lioness for... No, you didn't say. Lion is one of them, but that's not the phase that you, you said. What's that phase? That's the follicular phase. So that's the fourth one. So you don't get a point for that. Okay. And a sloth. A sloth for menstruation. Yeah. What about for ovulation? A peacock. Yes. So you've got menstruation, which is a sloth because you feel quite slow, right? The follicular phase is the next one and that's the lioness. And that's when people start to feel better because the hormones are rising again. So you might feel more confident, etc. Then you've got ovulation, and that's the peacock because it's like it's mating time. And then the luteal phase, which is a cat, because that's like going into PMS and cats can be like a little bit moody and sleepy and up and down. Yes. Cool. I'm actually impressed by that. Good job. And good job if you got those listening. Hopefully. Hopefully even like two out of four. All right. Third question. This is about the chlamydia episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, based on the episode, so there is some slang terms that I didn't talk about, but based on the episode, what is the nickname for chlamydia? The silent infection. Wonderful. That was a reel that I put up to and I know you liked it. So now I know you listened. Good job. I'm a listener. Yeah. You obviously do sometimes listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. Although I will point out, had a few people send me their top five on their Spotify wrapped, like the health classes you miss being in their top five podcasts. Was I in your top five? See, I <laughs> I would have thought that you would have cracked into the so top rude. five, but it turns out I just I must have just listened to a lot of podcasts. You just you didn't so care enough. It's I, not. I'm a, no. I'm so I'm honestly surprised that you didn't crack my top five, but I'll never forgive maybe you. Maybe need us. You maybe need to make more episodes so you can keep up with the other podcasts. <laughs> so true. Hopefully next maybe year. Maybe you should that's do fine. four a week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, all right, next one. This, number four. Mm-hmm. This is from the consent episode that I did with the Survivor Hub. Mm-hmm. What is coercion? Coercion is making someone say yes or making someone do something. Yeah, so uh, pretty much like persuading. Persuading them to do something. Yeah, persuading someone in a way that's like using force or threats. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good. Tick. Next one. This might this one might be a little bit of a guessing game. Hopefully, if you're listening, you're still going. Um, you have gotten at least one out of four. We are up to question five. They're tricky questions. Yeah, they can be. It's all right. This is from the ADHD episode. So, according to Health Direct, 
one in how many Australians have ADHD? One in six. Not higher. Seven. Not way higher. Higher? Yeah. Okay. One in 15 people. Bit higher. 16 people. Bit higher. 17 people. <laughs> one in 18 people have ADHD. It's one in 20 people, oh, 20 mm. Australians, I should say, have ADHD according to Health Direct. Is that diagnosed? Yeah, I would assume what they, so. That's their statistics. I wonder what they think. I'm sure it would be way more. Um, <clears throat> like realistically, realistically, because we know a lot of people are getting diagnosed so, now, especially mm. women and girls, because mm. they've been underdiagnosed previously. One in 20. One in 20. All right. Number six. Yes. This is from the wet dream episode. Mm -hmm. What is the correct or like the medical name for a wet dream? A sleepgasm. It's not a sleepgasm. Although a sleep orgasm is. that You can call it a sleep orgasm. But no, that's wrong. A lucid dream. A lucid dream is not it either. A fluid dream. (laughs) No, it's a nocturnal emission. A nocturnal emission. Because nocturnal means what? It means nighttime. Yes. And what does emission mean? Emission means like something is a mission. Like when you have to complete something as a spy, you get put on a mission. <laughs> no, it's to release something. Emission. <clears throat> nocturnal emission. That is the correct or medical name. For a wet dream. A mission impossible too. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Staying on track, Monica. Sorry, no worries. That's right. Nocturnal mission two. Um number seven. I don't know what you're up to. You're up to about Oh, 100% at this stage, surely. Let's say three out of seven, I reckon. Three out of seven? Three? I'm like six out of seven. No, three. Okay. All right, this is from the sleep episode. Mm-hmm. How long does an average sleep cycle last? Oh, how long's a piece of string? Oh, it's funny. You tell me. Know. You tell me. It's probably different for everybody. Yeah, isn't it's it? on average. For you, it's, you can sleep for bloody days. <laughs> it doesn't matter how long I sleep for. What's my sleep cycle? Average? Average. 90 minutes. 90 minutes! Well done! You're so smart. So what are the stages? Do you remember the stages? Stage one, two, three, four, and REM. See, in my research, I found some people said one, two, three, four, and REM, or just one, two, three, and REM. So I just have always known it as one, two, three, and REM. Stage four got kicked out. Kicked out. I think three and four are so similar that I think people condense it. So they've just been... In terms of the uh, the brainwaves. So they just said one should have done one, two, and seven, combine three and four together. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know what you. Stages one, two, seven. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. Okay, so cool. You're now on four, so you're at about fifty percent because we're on question eight almost. Okay. So, this is from the episode, the No Stupid Questions episode. Can you pee with a tampon in? Mm-hmm. Now we talk about female anatomy a bit. Uh, this is both female and male, so actually don't need to specify that. But what is the role? Of the urethra. I might have given it away a little bit there. The role of the urethra? Yeah. That is where you urinate from. It is. It's where urine exits the body. So can you pee with a tampon in? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Why? Because two separate holes. Yes. Yeah, so your vaginal opening 
and your urethra. <laughs> is holes the... I mean, I would say opening. Two separate openings. Yep. Two separate openings, and yeah, you can. Wonderful. Smart. All right. So, you are now on five. Five from eight. I'll take five. That's pretty good. Okay, next one is about... Oh, this is kind of on the same wavelength, but this mm-hmm. one's about squirting. What is squirting? Mm-hmm. This is a true or false. Okay. True or false. <laughs> In the UK, they banned pornography containing female ejaculation because they believed it was just urine and that was too obscene to show. True. It's true. Oh, you were trying to see the answer in my face just then, weren't you? That, that was, was true. A, that was a guess. Yeah, so true. They thought that it was what? too obscene to see because they couldn't tell between someone just urinating and someone actually experiencing female ejaculation, what? and they thought that that was too obscene. What year was that? I believe it was 2014, so it actually was not that long ago. Oh, so it was recent, did yeah. they? That's interesting. There you go. But female ejaculation is thought to be a mixture of urea, uric acid, and creatinine, I think it's called. Creatinine. I couldn't say it when I did the episode, and I still can't say it. Is that like creatine? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. We'll have to do another episode on what that is. There you go. Cool. So you're on what? What did I say? Six. You're on six. Good job. Can you keep score? Because I'm not going to. You're on six now. Yeah. Okay. I'm on seven. (laughs) All right, you might be after this one. So, this number 10, question number 10. This Mm -hmm. is from the immune system episode when I was really sick 85 times this year. So, there are five places in the body where you can find clusters of lymph nodes. Yeah. we know the lymphatic system is a key key, key player in Uh the immune system. Yeah. Where are they? So, where are our, like, the main places you would say to find? In your neck? Yep, there's five, just. In your groin? Neck, groin. In... Do you have lymph nodes in your mouth? Well, you have lots of lymph nodes. They're all over your body, but these are where your clusters are found. So, no, not typically the mouth, the the jaw. I already said neck. Yeah, like the the jaw region. Your armpits. Armpits, yeah. Your... The next two are harder. Behind your knees? No. What have I done? Groin? Groin, neck, neck, and armpit. Armpit. There's one that I recently talked about with my health. I got an ultrasound and they could see these. They could see them in a particular spot on there. They're in your stomach. Yeah, like in your abdomen. Abdomen. Yeah. How many more do we have to go? Just one. One more to go. And this one's a heart. Like this, I I actually learned this through this episode. Um, So you might have to take a wild guess. In your spine. No, it's between your lungs. The fifth one. So you've got your neck, your groin, your armpits, your gut, essentially, and between the lungs. But you did well. I'm going to give you that. If you got three or more, I would say that's a tick for those playing at home. Bang. Cool. Good job. So what are you on now? Eight thousand. You're on seven now. Okay, seven. You have to be honest. This is truth. Okay. Do you want me to start writing them down? No, you're right. All right, number 11. This is about whether painful sex is normal. Mm-hmm. Is it? No. No. Good. All right. <laughs> so aggressive. Unless that's so, what you're into, then I mean, go for live it. Live your best life. Live your dream. Two categories of pain are associated with sexual activity for vulva owners. This is deep and superficial, right? Mm-hmm. So deep pain would generally be pain that feels internal mm-hmm. and external, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how you think about it. Mm-hmm. 
I want to know one reason a person may experience pain. It can be either of these, like deep or superficial. They could experience pain because they have... They could experience pain because... There's so many reasons. Like, you could um, so because many they had they had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> I want something better than that. Okay. They could experience pain because they have a sensitive vagina. Okay. So, that could be something like a skin irritation. A skin irritation. Right. Would you say they that's, could, that's... They could have um, <laughs> HPV. They, they could. They could have an STI. Bang. And that could be a deep or a superficial pain. So yes, you're, I'll I'll give you that. You got took a while to get there, but that's okay. Thank you. So it could be something like endo, an STI, fibroids, constipation, even something like IBS, oh, um, an injury, for example. So like that could be something like shaving could cause like an injury, mm. thrush, uh, a dry vagina, vaginismus. Okay. Lots of different answers there. So if you had anything along those lines, big tick. Good job. And is painful sex normal? No. No. All right. Next one. Number 12. This is from the DUI episode I did with Sammy. So if you receive a DUI, now this is in Victoria, Victoria based, Mm -hmm. you have to drive with zero BAC or blood alcohol concentration for at least how many years? So if you receive... Two years. No. Three years. Three years is correct, but you got it wrong. So, bum, bum. <laughs> three years. So, that full sentence is if you receive a DUI, you have to drive with zero BAC for at least three years afterwards. Afterwards. Yeah. And so, then you, so, you lose your license for a year and then you go three years. Well, you'll lose your license. To, the amount of time depends. Oh, you could lose it for more. For three months, for six months, for a year. It depends on the severity. True. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, not cool. You got it wrong. Bow, okay. bow. So, what am I on eight still? Yeah, I think. I'm just going to give myself an extra point because a, a, for, for participating. So, a participation point. I'm on nine. You don't get a participation point. That's not true. Why? Because you don't make the rules. This is my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, fair. All right, I'm, at, I'm on eight. All right, next one, number 13. Yeah. This is from the Can You Have Sex on Your Period episode. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me... One potential benefit of a person having sex on their period. It's more lubricated. Natural lubrication. Well done. What are some other answers? Can you think of anything else? There was like four that I covered. Benefits. Um, feels better? Don't. That was not something that I covered. <laughs> You're more relaxed. Also, I don't know. I but think that could, would depend. But person. could be. Could, I mean, could be. Um, Not sure. Wow. All Not, right. So I'll give you. I give you a correct answer, and now I well, need more. I want more. Anyway, all right. I'll say them. Yeah, so you say them. the ones that were covered in the episode are cramp relief. That's because of the contractions mm-hmm. in the uterus potentially. Uh, natural lubrication. So you got that right. Good job. Shorter periods. So mm. again, the contractions potentially, if a person has an orgasm, can cause more lining to shed quicker. And therefore, people can have shorter periods. Mm. Also, people may experience an increased sex drive during this time. So, it might be something that is helpful for them in that way. Yeah, so it feels better. Well, not necessarily. Well, but... No, nah, you got the answer correct. Kind but of. you're just... Like you're, if you get you're high full sex, of it now. You're full of it drive. now. Oh. You don't know. That is so individual. You don't know. Okay, I still get a point. Though, so you do get a point. 
All right. So we just had a DUI question. Now we've got an IUD question. Yep. So number 14 is IUD. What does IUD stand for? That's not the question, but I'm just going to ask. Oh, come on, bruh. Um, IUD, IUD stands for... I actually don't know. Interuterine device. Interuterine so device. So it's a device that goes into your uterus, right? Yeah. Do IUDs prevent STIs? No. No. They do not. What do they prevent? Pregnancy. Pregnancy. Good job. Well done. You're so smart. Thank you. Being educated by a really good podcast. So. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, no, thank you. It wasn't mine because I'm not in your top five. <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised where I find this information Yeah, from. wow. Who's copying me? All right, next one, number 15. What's your score? 10. 10? I reckon you're on 10 as well. 10 out of 15. All right, number 15. This is from the discharge episode. Mm-hmm. You might, this might be a tricky one for you. Mm-hmm. Thickening of discharge at a certain time in the month can indicate what? That you're ovulating. Wow, good job. But yes, that a person is at what we would call peak fertility or that they're ovulating. And this is when estrogen has peaked. That's a hormone estrogen, yeah? Yes. Yeah, Wow. God, I'm impressed. Well done. All right, next one. Number 16. This is about the pre-ejaculate episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so according to Healthline, how effective is the pull-out method at preventing pregnancy? A bit of coitus interruptus. <laughs> it's like my favorite words that I've ever learned on this. Coitus interruptus. Um, I'm pretty sure it was 75%. Oh, so close. 70%. Almost. Is it a, is it an in between? It's between those. It's an in betweener. So it's like at seventy three percent. It's seventy three percent. Okay. You were so close. I almost want to give it to you, but yeah, no, nah, I get that. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you you gave us the range. Am I being too nice? 70, if this was an actual test, though, I'd say. That's bang, bang, a, well, I give you a I think that's a bit rough by then, you know. Why don't you just say seventy five percent? Like, why round would you it up. Be so specific. I don't know. Anyway, seventy three percent. Is according to Healthline how effective the pull-out method is at preventing pregnancy. All right. Not that effective. Not that effective. According to statistics. You can get pregnant from pre-ejaculate. I will. I mean, if you haven't listened to the episode, that go back is. And listen to it. Yeah. Go. What are you doing here? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Stay, please. All right. Number seventeen. This one is from the cracking your knuckles episode. Mm-hmm. What is the fluid called that is found between our joints? Helps to lubricate our joints. I feel like you do know this. I only, yeah, we only just listened to this one. Um, the fluid, has it got oxygen in the name? No, it starts no. with S. I don't know. It's the synovial fluid. Synovial so fluid. So when you are cracking your knuckles, there's one theory that suggests that it's like the bubble a bubble in your synovial fluid bursting, and that's the sound. Yeah. Yeah. Synovial, synovial fluid. I, I remember it now, yeah. but I would not have been able to remember No, that. that's all right. I hope if you got that that's at home, tricky. that's a good one. You did very well. Next one. What do you want? 11. 11. Sweet. <laughs> so number 18, HIV and AIDS episode. Mm. What does HIV stand for? Very similar to the last one that we talked about. HIV. Oh, how have I gone blank? I actually, 
It's a bit of pressure. You can't handle it. HIV? Yeah. HIV stands for... Uh Uh-huh. Similar to... I just gave you such a big clue. Similar to one we've already covered in this episode. Hepatitis? (laughs) Where did we talk about... I don't know. (laughs) I panicked. What other one? What's HPV? Human something virus, right? So what's H? What's HIV? Human. Yeah. I can't. I can't remember. I can't remember. Given up. Yeah. Human immunodeficiency virus. Immunodeficiency virus. So it suppresses your immune Inta- system. Attacks your immune cells. Yes. Human immunodeficiency virus HIV. I bloody should have known that. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have lost a point on that one. That's bad by me. Okay, so number nineteen. This one's about whether vaping is better than smoking cigarettes, and this was actually the most popular episode of the year. Okay. Not surprised, because yeah. I feel like vaping is such a such a big thing now. Yeah. I mean, statistically, it is. If you listen to that episode. Well, very easily accessible. Yeah. So, uh, most popular. So hopefully, people get this right. Yep. True or false. 50-50 split, right? Yes. Vapes produce water vapour that is inhaled into the lungs. False. Why? Because it's not vape. It's not vapour. Yes. Good job. What is it? Do you know? It's... It is... Oh, no. I can't remember what, what it That's is. That's all right. You still, get a, you, you still get a point for false. So it is false. They actually produce aerosol. Aerosol. And this aerosol That's contains it. like really, really tiny particles that are actually breathed into your lungs. Yeah. Whereas water vapor wouldn't contain these kinds of particles. So that's why it's so bad for you as yeah. well. Yeah. Because I think people are under the impression that it is water vapor and there's, you know, it's quite harmless. Well, it is called a vape, but it's actually not vapor. But it's not vapor. It is aerosol. So keep that in mind if you ever decide to do a little vape. That is bad, isn't it? Yeah. Because you should not You should never inhale aerosol. All right, next one. Number 20. I think I'm on 12. 12 out of 20? Yeah. That's not bad. That's not, it's okay. Not bad. Ketamine, from the ketamine episode. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the state that a person may fall into if they take too much ketamine? K-hole. A K-hole. Yeah. So, I thought that would be an easy one. Yeah, that was Did a reel one. about that as well. Yeah. So, a K-hole, and this is the toxic effect of when people take too much ketamine... That can actually be recreationally or people can find that this or this has happened, which I found out during my research, medicinally as well. Because we know ketamine is used as an, uh, oh my God, I've forgotten the word. Anesthetic. Anesthetic. Yes. Cool. All right. Next one. Another drug episode, which by the way, again, these ones were definitely the most popular. Yeah. All the ones that I do about smoking or drugs or drinking always... The most popular. So more of these to come. People obviously want to be educated on these topics. So that's wonderful. This one is from the MDMA episode. Now, this one might be a little bit harder. Okay. MDMA increases the activity of three neurotransmitters in the brain. What are they? They're common words. Is it sensitivity? No. One starts with S. Sorry, it's what is it? it? Increases transmitters in the brain. Increases the activity of Act- three neurotransmitters in the brain. Activity. So it is a psychedelic. No. Oh, I might have to tap out on that one. All right. First one. 
if you get this at home, I'm very impressed. At home. Where are you listening to it? I'm very impressed. First one, serotonin. Serotonin. I right? So mood control, those things. Dopamine. Oh, Pleasure, okay. motivation. Yeah, that's where we were going. Right. And the third we one is norepinephrine, which is responsible for like your alertness serotonin and your and attention. Dopamine, yeah, serotonin and dopamine are probably the most common or like that people would know. And then norepinephrine is the last one. Norepinephrine. I yeah. definitely wouldn't have remembered that word. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. Anyway, if you got that, big tick. I reckon if you got even just serotonin and dopamine, you get a point for that. Cool. Good Not job, you crew. though. Good job, good job, everyone. Well done. We're all in it together. So all right, we've got the last few. The, end. the last few. Okay. This is from the Thrush episode. Mm. This is another kind of percentage one. Okay. So what percentage of women will have vaginal thrush in their lifetime? This is according to Healthline. Four. 90%. Bit less. You Eight. Actually, you actually said the answer before for the other one. Seventy. Seventy-five percent of women will have vaginal thrush in their lifetime. There you go. It's a lot. It's a big statistic. Quite common. Yeah, very common. No shame, guys. Learning about it. That actually. Seventy-five. I would have even thought that it'd be more. More. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So, bang bang. What do you want? I think still on twelve. You need one more to get over fifty percent. Oh. You will. This one. Wait, how many are there? Thirty. Twenty-five. Oh, okay. This one you've got in the bag. I'm, oh, I'm right on the I'm You're right, right on, on the, the cusp. Edge. Number 23. Okay. This is from the concussion episode I did with uh, Dr. Alan Pierce yep. and Josh Bromley Lynch. Yeah. Great guys. Great guys. True or false? Wearing a helmet decreases your chance of getting concussions. False. False. Falsely false. Why? Because it's the, it's the brain hitting the inside of your skull that causes concussion. Yeah. So a helmet doesn't stop that from yeah. happening. So it's we've got. I think it's called cerebrospinal fluid. So Cere- no, mm. it's, I don't know if don't fact check me on that. <laughs> I should you know need, that. I feel the like... fluid in your brain. It doesn't actually help stop your brain from hitting the side no. of your head when you in a like She's, a collision or your head stops through impact and your brain keeps going. Your brain keeps moving. So helmets <laughs> in sport they stop. Uh, Cuts and bruises and bone breakage, obviously they can help that, but they don't actually help concussions, which I was a bit sad to learn, to be honest. Would you say that wearing a helmet would still be better than not wearing a helmet, though? Well, actually, according to Alan, it was worse because people actually yeah, went harder at people. Because you go harder yeah. and you have the more confidence. Not only does the person remember. wearing the helmet go harder, but people go harder at the person wearing the helmet, too. There you go. Yeah. Like... I don't know where that kind of... Tricky one, that, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit tricky. All right, so you're on 13. Good job. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. The next one, 24. STIs and kissing. Yeah. We covered three main STIs that you can get from kissing. Yeah. What are they? Herpes. Bang. Chlamydia? No. Oh. We've already covered one. HPV? HPV. And... Thrush. No. You didn't listen to his thrush and STI, obviously. <laughs> oh, I've been found out. Wow. I've been found out right at the death. Now we know. Right at the death. Um, what's the what's the third one that you can get from Herpes, HPV, and one starting with S. Syphilis. Syphilis. Good job. I'll give you that. Okay. You've got two of three on your own, almost. I'm probably being too nice yeah, to you. I'm giving it away. I think away. you're being too nice because <laughs> I did throw out like 
another three before that. But All right. Hope everyone is doing well. We're <laughs> on our last question. Last question for the quiz. Number 25. This is a bit like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. This is a true or false one. So an, an easy one to finish. That's a, from the popping your cherry episode. Mm-hmm. True or false. You can break your hymen or pop your cherry riding a bike. You sure can. You sure can. Absolutely. Throwing, throwing double double backies and <laughs> casing it. There goes your hymen. Jesus. Going to make sure you land it properly next time. It's quite aggressive. Uh, how else can you break your hymen? Um, well, plenty of different ways, probably. There you are. You can probably break your hymen trying to... Do trying to break dance, probably break dance. Try to do the splits. Whoops. Well, Broken maybe they actually dancing was a way. There you go. Yeah. So See? you didn't even just make that up. That's actually yeah pretty true. You could probably break your hymen uh, trying to um, trying to moonwalk. I don't know about that. Not sure. Because if you're not looking where you're going, you moonwalk straight down a flight of stairs. <laughs> Bam. Broken hymen. Oh, my God. So you got to be careful. A bit unlucky, I So think there's just all those things that you don't really think about in regards to, like, hymen protection. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so. I was more thinking, like, using a tampon or riding a horse. There are some other ways. It's more like impact to the general area. Another way is through sexual intercourse or penetration, which obviously we know people or there's this idea that if you have your hymen intact, you're a virgin. Not necessarily the case. Some people experience that, I guess, what they call popping their cherry through sexual intercourse, but also it can happen in many other ways or it doesn't happen at all to playing, some people. Playing golf, probably break time and playing golf. Playing golf. Someone let go of a club, straight oh in the Oh my God, <laughs> Broken, gone. So things you just got to... And you, you wouldn't you wouldn't really think about that you sort wouldn't. of stuff. And you, then, I would have never thought of that. You know, that's Bloody why hell. That's why you have the podcast, because you need to raise awareness. <laughs> I'm in protection. For golf. Okay. All right. The quiz is done. Congratulations. Sweet. You, you got to the end. What did everyone get out of 25? If you were keeping track, did you beat Stratos? What did you get? Um. Oh, I actually, I think I got about 14, 14 or 15 in there. 14 or 15 out of 25. So that is not bad. I think I got 14. What's that as a percentage? Oh, you know, you really put me on the spot. <laughs> Don't ask me. That. 50. I'm not a math teacher. 53%. Calculation. Life calc? <clears throat> what is it? What did I get? 14 out of 25. Yeah. Oh, 56. 56%. Wow. There you go. I'm not a math teacher, so let's just, just above, let's move just on Just above that. average. Story of my life. <laughs> Story of your life. You're just good at everything. You're not good at golf, though. Below average at golf. Wow. All right. And that's yeah. what we will finish that's what we will finish on thank you guys for an amazing year all of the support the listens the follows i feel like everyone here was with me for the highs and lows of 2022 i cannot wait to catch back up again in the new year in full force gonna be energized gonna be ready to go what do we reckon will you uh appear on a 2023 episode do you think i think after today i'm banned you're banned you're done from Ever being on I the think pod. the Hyman chat is ended you ended your podcasting career. Possibly. You're yeah. done. It was over before it started. Yeah. It's been real though. It's been good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for hanging around. It's been a good time. I do hope everyone has a wonderful break and a great Christmas and a great new year. Stay safe and I'll be back in your ears 
very soon. Not super soon. I'm going to have a big break, but very soon. See you later. Protect diamonds. <laughs> Bye.